everyone. Welcome back to Pod and My Noggin. Today we are joined by best-selling author and couples counseling coach, um, Rod Jeter. Um, Rod Jeter is joining us today from Georgia. How are you doing, Rod? I'm doing good, man. Every day above ground is a good day. That's true. I agree with that. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. So you came up with well, for me, a groundbreaking way to save relationships, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, I think and so. Perhaps, and perhaps a, a, um, a more affordable way of saving relationships in lengthy sort of couples counseling scenarios. So mm -hmm. Let's start back in the early days. Who was Rod and how did Rod get into this business and how did that come about? Okay. So my my um my master's degree is in uh, software engineering and I haven't done that since like two thousand one. So I don't have any education or or uh, or experience in uh, formal formal teaching in psychotherapy or anything like that what happened was um, i met a wonderful lady about 15 years ago actually about 20 years ago now 15 20 i'm sorry and we got married but after about 10 years of being married uh, i was unhappy i think i was going through some depression but i was unhappy and to the point where i even decided uh ck that i wanted a divorce but she hadn't done anything she hadn't done anything uh to warrant that and so she agreed to go to marriage counseling and we went to marriage counseling couples counseling and the first four weeks we spent with them just assessing us once a week to see if we were suitable for counseling on the fifth week they said yep you guys are suitable for counseling and we're going to give you another eight or 12 weeks of counseling well on the fifth week we got kicked out we got kicked out of couples counseling <laughs> So it was my fault. I was being stubborn. I didn't want to do this exercise that the counselor was uh, trying to get us to do. But a couple of days after that, I was like, Lord, if I'm going to stay in this relationship, I need to see some progress right now. So I sat down and started working on something, uh, trying to find a better way for couples to get results quicker. And in doing that, I realized that uh, if I had been able to resolve all the disagreements I had with my wife as they came up, then we would have been talking more and we'd be understanding each other more. Our bond would have been growing stronger and we would have just stayed together forever. So I sat down to just try to figure out a way for people to resolve the disagreements. And what I came up with is couples coaching with instant results. It, it, it just works every time. I have uh, you know, I've had couples with 10, 20, 30, 40 years, I mean, disagreements that have lasted that long. On average, they always resolve it. I'm sorry. It's resolved on average in less than 26 minutes. It it happens really quickly when they have the, the right format. And that's that's wow. what I am there. So, that's, so that's, I find that so that's very interesting. So your master's is in computer science, I think is what you said. Software engineering. Okay, software engineering. 
And so, okay, so this comes, this makes me think that you can put stuff together, right? You can have training in a computer type sort of situation okay. programming if you will. So you go to therapy because you're on hiking. You do the five weeks, then get picked out because you were getting sick. Then you're like, you could still see the value in your marriage. Uh -huh. like you walk that that was the compulsion to figure out to make it work. So you sat down and you like how how many days did it take you to create <clears throat> this program? You know, CK, I, I, I can't tell you today. I know it was a it was probably a, like a month before I actually had prototypes that I wanted to use for for this game. Um so now th this is all done on paper. So the software engineering didn't give me any benefit except that uh, maybe I have the aptitude to learn stuff, you know. That's that's about it. But yeah, it it uh, was able to put this thing together and went through a couple trial runs and and it 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 just ha haven't failed yet. So I'm curious, like in that month period, did you draw on resources like that were clinical in nature, books? things like that to no no i honestly thank thank god just blessed me with this you know i'm 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 58 years old so i have a history and you know you know i might have taken the some, my bachelor's was in technical education so i did learn about how kids think in school and i've always like for a long time i've learned um personal improvement i read some personal improvement books and stuff like that. So I might have picked up stuff, but nothing that I can really put my finger on. And really, when I when I sat down to do this, I was like, because what happened was my wife and I, we were in the kitchen while I was doing this one day. And my wife says, hey, well, she said, well, Rod, I think if you ask a couple of your friends, they'll tell you this is reasonable, whatever our disagreement was at the time. And I said to myself, no, I've already told one of my buddies. And he said, not in his darn house. And then it dawned on me that, you know, my, my buddy might have been agreeing with me because he's biased and he heard my side of the story from my perspective. She might have shared it with one of her friends and they agreed with her for the same reason. So uh, my wife has a master's degree also. I, I think we're very reasonable people. So I started writing down the details. I think if we I believe if two adults have the same data in there. Heads, they'll come up with the same reasonable conclusion if they're reasonably compatible. And so I just started working on something that I thought would allow all the information to come out. And uh, this is what I came up with. Because a lot of times, because a lot of times I think when when couples are fighting, they're just talking at each other. You know, they're listening to defend themselves and attack, and they're not really trying to uh listen to uh listen to understand so uh if all the information comes out i think they'll see eye to eye that was my that was my thought and so that was your end goal is to be able to level the playing field based on your perception and what their perception right have them 
put all, have all the information out there. You know, because a lot of times I think guys and girls, when they're arguing, they aren't arguing about the same thing. She has some thoughts in her head and he has a thought in, the, in his head and they don't know what the other person is thinking. We make us we make a lot of assumptions, you know. Yeah. So yeah. we do yeah. have to think about in so many different areas of lives that we assume what somebody's saying means something specific. Right. Most to just something that say, what do you mean by this statement versus receiving it? Right now, I'm really angry, right? And fired right. up. So the, the, maybe the innocuous things that you're saying to me are coming in more like bullets as opposed to like, hey, I just want you to know this is how this makes me feel. So Right. So, so you, you, you kind of have it. This is a... This is a 14-step process, just 14 steps. Steps four and five, to me, are the most important steps in the game. Here, this is where one person says to the other, so what you're saying to me is, and then they repeat back to them what they believe they mean in their own words. What this does, it allows the other person to actually feel heard. And when the person that's saying what you're saying to me is, when they do respond, they can respond to what the other person actually means, not something they thought they meant. So it really keeps them on the same page. And you, you mentioned leveling the playing field. Well, in a different way, I, I believe in most relationships, one person is more articulate or more dominant than the other person, and they're able to get there or more aggressive, and they're able to get their point across more, and that, which leaves the other person, you know, losing most of the time. Well. In steps four and five, if even though I might not be able to say exactly what I mean, when you have to say, so what you're saying to me is, and repeat back to me what you believe I meant, then if that's not what I meant, I could just say no. And then you have to try again until we agree that we're talking about the same thing. And then we move forward. We don't move forward until we are on the same page. With how I feel and what we're talking about. And is this part issue? So it's a 14 step plan, right? This game. Is this per topic? So you want me to tell you the whole steps? We have time for that? Yes, of course. Let's do that. Okay. So this is how it goes. The first step is the couple has to agree on just one issue to settle, just one. Okay. Okay, so she's not going to be fussing at him about what the, the way the front yard looks, and he's not going to be fussing at her about the way she cooks at the same time, if that's their roles, okay? We're just, we're just going to agree to talk about one, one thing. And the example I like to use is, should we buy a new car? Let's say that's, that's causing a bunch of stress for us right now. Now, CK, the most common issue that I've recorded is, should she initiate sex more often? Okay. That's the one that I've, I've recorded more than anything. So, anyway, uh, so let's say they agree. We're going to talk about this car issue. They next have to convert that into a yes or no question. We're trying to make this as simple as possible. So, should we buy a new car? She says yes. He says no. Okay? It's as simple as that. Now, what we do 
is she will write down all the reasons or all the details to support her yes position on this issue. And she'll write down one detail per card. So she may have three cards. One card may be this card has broken down three times in the last two months. Another detail might be this car is old. And another one might be it's raggedy, it's ugly. And then she also has to rate each of those details uh, on a scale of one to ten about how, uh, as far as how relevant those details are to this issue. So the car breaking down three times in the last two months, that might be a ten for her. It being ugly uh, might be a nine, and it being old might be a six. So him not wanting to buy a new car, three of his details might be, uh, my grandfather gave me that car. Or one, two, um, it's a classic. And three, it still works. No, we can't afford it. So his 10 might be, we just can't afford it. And my grandfather gave him that car might be his nine. And it being a classic might be a six or seven to him. So now they both had three details to support their position. They take all those details, which be six, put them together in a stack and stack them in order of importance, in order of relevance. The most important was on top. And they will handle them in that order. They'll take one detail. Now they've taken this issue, should, this big issue, should we buy a car? And they're focusing in on it's broken down three times in the last two months. Now we're just going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the other details. So she's going to say, she's going to read to him what she, she's written. This card's broken down three times in the last two months, and that's a 10 to me. So steps four and five now, he has to repeat back to her what he believes she means in his own words. So what you're saying to me, this card's broken down three times in the last two months. He might add, you don't feel safe or something. And then say, is that right? And she'll say yes. The next step, step six, um, he has to say, is this detail true or not true? A lot of times, the couples won't agree on whether the detail is true. So as you can imagine, it's hard to resolve an issue when you don't agree on the facts of the issue. Mm -hmm. I did a, I might be a world record holder now, CK. I, uh, I actually applied for um, the Guinness Book of Real Re World Records a couple of days ago because Saturday I went to see a couple and I helped them resolve nine issues, nine disagreements in less than 12 hours. One of the reasons why I was able to do that is because we handling, we take a disagreement or an issue and we handle the most important part of that first. So. Again, I think that's why most of most of these resolve in less than 26 minutes. Oh, the reason why I brought that up from this week is because when I sat down with this couple, the first four disagreements we were talking about, he didn't agree with her on the facts of it. So okay. that helped us. Once we get the facts together, it's easier for them to see eye to eye. Um, so the next step, step seven, he has to say how relevant her detail is to him that the car breaks down three times, has broken down three times in the last two months. And he may say an eight. Now, the importance of this step is 
if she says something is a 10 and he says something is a 6, well, we know here that their values are different. They don't value the same thing, whatever this detail is. So usually if we can settle on this one detail, bring their values together, the issue will resolve. So okay. the next step, he will then respond to what she says. She says the car's broken down three times in the last two months. So he's going to write. And that's the other thing. They always write first, most of the time, before they talk. What that does, it slows the, co the conversation down. It allows the person to think before they respond, which might, they might just automatically respond defensively or attacking. But when you write stuff down, it just slows it down and gives you a chance to say, wait a minute, that's not really what I mean. So, uh, so he might say, well, yeah, the car's broken down three times in the last two months, but I always get it fixed, Donna. That might be his response. Now, step nine and 10, and there, these steps are listed on the cards. You just go one through 14. So when a person has a card, all they have to do is follow the numbers. Steps nine and 10 are just like steps four and five. She has to repeat back to him now what she believes he means in her own words. So she might say, so what you're saying to me is the car is broken down three times in the last two months. That's okay as long as you fix the car. Is that right? And he'll say, yes. Now, step 11 is the focus discussion and debate section. Now they're just going to go back and forth and talk about this one detail as it relates to the issue. The, and, and his response to the detail. The detail was... I'm sorry, the issue is the car, should we buy a new car? This detail we're focusing on is the car is broken down three times in the last two months. And his response that, yeah, it's broken down, but I always fix it. Now they're going to talk about just that. They try to stay away from the other five issues they've written and focus on this one thing because it was the most important thing. And uh, after they talk about it, usually they'll come, you know, she'll, he'll understand how uncomfortable it is for her to not know whether the car is going to crank, crank or not or to be stuck on the side of the road. And he'll have some sympathy and some compassion and uh, have some kind of agreement with her. So the next step is step 12. Uh, one of the people will say what they've taken from this interaction on this card. So now the guy's going to probably say, I didn't realize how uncomfortable it was for her. I mean, I feel better because. That's how it's supposed to start. I feel better because, because now I realize how uncomfortable it was for her not to know whether the car was going to start or not when it's time to go to the grocery store or to get back home. And then now, step 13, she'll do the same thing. And she's going to write first, and she's going to say something like, I feel better because he, I feel heard now. Women say that a lot. I feel better because I feel heard. The, the the couple I met with this weekend, where I helped them resolve nine issues in 12 hours, the lady kind of got frustrated for a minute because she was like, I've been saying this for 25 years, and I've said this a 100 times. Why are you hearing me now? You know, so she was kind of frustrated. It was just so easy. You know, I, you know, they pay for me to come come coach them. And um, so it's like. I guess she's saying we could have saved all this thousands of dollars if I don't know what she thought, really. But anyway, 
like I think my point here is just because you said something to somebody over and over again doesn't mean they heard you and internalized it or even cared about mm-hmm. what you're saying. Because maybe you when you said it to them, they felt attacked or they felt like you were nagging. Because you have this is the ninth time you've told them, you know. So even though you're right to maybe tell them again because they haven't corrected the problem, they might feel nagged because you're telling me again. So um, steps 14 now is there's two parts to this step. On this card, they have to decide yes or no whether there was any progress on this one detail card, the interaction we just had. And usually they're going to say, yes, we're, we have some progress, which keeps them moving forward, right? You know, this is the kind of game, CK, where you can't win by yourself. The relationship has to win or you both lose. Okay? Yep. So as long as they feel like they're making some progress, we're, we're, doing, we're doing good. And as long as nobody's screaming and yelling, which never happens. If you saw my TED Talk, I said, uh, of all the couples I recorded, nobody ever writes down profanity on their card. Nobody ever writes down an exclamation mark. So nobody's cursing and nobody's yelling. They're calm or they're laughing at when if you go to my Why Be Angry YouTube channel, it's the letter Y, the letter B and the word angry, just no mm-hmm. uh, one word, no spaces. When you see people laughing there, they're not laughing about anything in the game. Nothing's funny. They're just laughing at what the other person said, which never happens when you're having a big argument or a fight, when you're frustrated and mad. But, you know, as you you know, we are much more resourceful or much less resourceful when we're angry and upset. So if you're happy and we're sitting down to play this game where we're going to win together, it's not you against me. It's so much easier to resolve a disagreement, even if it's been going on for 40 or 50 years. So the last step is step 14 is, was there enough progress on this one card? This card's broken down three times in the last two months to resolve the issue. Yes or no. If it was, the game is over. We'll just pick up the other cards and tell each other what we wrote and how important they were to him. But the game is over. If not, we pick up the next most relevant card and we go through steps one through 14 on that card. But CK, the vast, vast majority of couples, I don't care if they have 13 cards, 13 details to support this issue. The vast majority of people settle on the first card because we've handled the biggest part of the problem. And they've actually listened to each other. And that's it. That's really fascinating because I think like what you've done is genius in the sense that you have created a very structured linear approach to addressing (laughs) monumental issues within a relationship right Right. and you know i nodded when you said about the car because someone very close to me had a similar issue within their relationship and it just kind of made me think of that um but so i like it because what you're doing is you're for me i feel like you're really evening the playing field so it's not this is not about having an argument it's not about having a heated battle or who's gonna win like it's it's designed that they both win or they both lose right right so it feels very equal when they're sitting down 
to play this game. And then the idea that they have to write before they speak. So that is just immediately creating this full stop from like feedback loop type situation where they have to think about how they want to articulate this in the written word, right. which now it's being on paper. It's not just something being spewed out of anger. It's like, you're putting this on paper. That's going to, that's going to be something that you need to be accountable for. Right. Right. It, it's, it's there. It, it, so I think you diffuse a lot of the, it becomes more fact-based because they have to write it. And because right. people can be very emotional verbally. Right. I, I always ask after after a session, why after so many years were you able to resolve this in less than 50, I mean, in, in, in just a few minutes? And most of the times they'll say, well, it took the emotion out of it. Or I feel heard. You know, and you said writing it down, making it fact-based. When you... When you usually think before you write or you think as you're writing, and it gives you, gives you a chance to think about what you're about to say and whether it makes sense or not. One of the first ones, uh, sessions I did was with a couple where the lady swears that, well, they agree that she has not been able to get him to clean the bathroom for 20 years. For 20 years, he refused to clean the bathroom. Now, he had his reasons. He grew up with all women in the house a bunch of sisters, and he did the yard and taking out the trash, and all that kitchen and cleaning stuff was for the girls to do. So he just refused to do it. But when he had to, I guess, write down his reasoning or listen to hers, I don't know which one came first, he just said he agreed with her, and he said, okay, I, I'll, I'll do it. It was just so easy. She couldn't believe it. She said, well, the real test would be when it's come time to do the bathroom, and it's time now. So uh, about six months later, because uh, what happened was when I first started recording these, I was just recording, recording, recording. I wasn't posting them on 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 YouTube because it takes me because uh, I I stepped totally stepped away from the computers, so I had to learn how to do that stuff. And uh, so I called back and said, "Hey, how's it going?" Yep, he's still doing it, or everything's still great. I I texted a couple this weekend that they were. They were really, really, really in bad shape. That lady had been talking to me for about a year and a half. She responded to a, a, a left a message on one of the videos, and we ended up talking. And, and I tried to encourage her to go through the, the program, and um, but it you know it just didn't work. She was out of there, and then I talked to her again in August, and she was. Looking out, looking for a place to stay now, and I say, just hold on, hold on. You know, we can fix this, but she never did anything. So finally, last week, she decided to do something, and I went down there to see them personally. I don't usually help people do a bunch of stuff, just like one or two, but I, I wanted them to have their money worth, and I just did. We did nine issues. So I'm sorry. So I, I text her today and say, hey, how how are things going? She said things are good. And I just haven't heard that from her in over a year and a half. So people often, so my concern was, will they stick to what they say they're going to do? And most mm -hmm. of the time they do because when they handle the problem, they're not just handling it, handling it on the surface. They're actually bringing out all the details. They get to bring out everything and talk about it. And 
it all gets uh, some attention and taken care of. Sometimes when people just agree to disagree and or sweep and sweep stuff under the rug, the the frustration is still there, and it'll just come up again later. What's really interesting about what you said about that man who had, you know, he grew up in a house full of women, sisters and his mom. They took care of the housework and he took care of the yard and the trash. And then for 20 years, he refused to clean the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. And more so out of the fact that you just know, like, that's that's the (laughs) lady's job, right? right? And when he was sort of put down in a safe place, because it seems like you're creating a safe place, even playing field, and asked to actually go inward and think about why his belief was this, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, snap. And for me, I'm one of those people, my brain goes all over the place, and I'm like, God, wouldn't that be fantastic if the whole world could play this game in the sense that maybe they don't have to heal a relationship, but maybe they can go inward to justify on paper or in a situation why they have a belief system. Right. And to, and, and maybe that could, you know, maybe you're onto something Rod. Maybe this could become <laughs> your next Ted talk or your next great big thing where we can cure people's racial bias and um, bias against, you know, any different alternative lifestyle because we have to question ourselves as to why we believe this. So that that was a sidetrack, not why you're here, but that's how my brain works. I I do want to say, I don't want to put it all on him because at the same time, even though he might have, you know, had that mindset to what was ladies' Mm -hmm. work and what's man's work, Probably, uh, he probably was defensive too because if the wife didn't mention cleaning the bathroom, she probably wasn't saying, "Hey, honey, you feel like cleaning the bathroom? It needs to be done today." It was probably more, you know, you know, he guy hadn't done it in five years at this time, so she's probably saying, "Why don't you ever clean the bathroom?" So he's yeah. just has to defend his his stands at that time. So, but. I just think this game, it provides a structure that it allows couples to communicate clearly and, you know, with without the emotion. And they're just able to talk to each other and, and hear each other and and uh, and actually have some compassion for each other and not be so defensive. So I have a question for you. So okay. this game, can you purchase this game somewhere? Yeah. Like these it, cards? Right. There, the game looks like this. It's okay. just a bunch of cards in here. I don't know what you can see. It's just a a bunch of cards in there. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, if, if they go to ybangry.com, the letter Y, the letter B, and the word angry, all together, dot com, you can purchase the game. You can contact me, and and I have a book. They can purchase the book also. Um, I encourage them to click on the link to watch my TED talk because it kind of shares what my my yeah. vision my vision is. I just imagine if people are resolving their disagreements at home, how much how how much more often couples will will stay together and fewer kids grow up 
we grew up in single parent homes, you know. And I believe if people are happy at home, they'll go to work happier. You know, and so uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think the quickest way to increase morale, improve morale in the workplace is to I'm sorry, to decrease stress in the work workplace is to decrease the amount of stress the employees bring to work. So if we can increase morale and productivity because people are happier and getting along and you know, things will be better for the whole country and, and the world. Absolutely. And I think that what I like about this um this card game is that wouldn't it be and for anybody listening or watching at home wouldn't it be just the best gift to give newlyweds i think so because, right to me Absolutely. i'm thinking okay so we'll go back to the lady who had the issue with the bathroom cleaning so you say <laughs> you know it took five years and then all of a sudden she's angry because she's been holding this inside and asking herself why does this person doesn't clean the bathroom he doesn't right. help out. So she's creating this internal dialogue that's not even really at, like being shared with him in the beginning. It's all happening on the inside. Yeah. Whereas if after the first week or two and he's not doing any of the housework, she had whipped out this game, sat down with him and said, okay, we're going to play a game. Right. And then went through this process. So CK, that's very true. I do want to correct you. It was 20 years. She hadn't been able to get him to agree. I said five years before I was just using an example, but okay. the, the idea is that instead of you saying, instead of a, because I, I don't know about girls, but guys, they don't, if their wife comes to them and say, we need to have a talk, you know, we just know that's not good and it's not going to go <laughs> well. But if your spouse or partner comes to you and say, Hey honey, let's play. Why be angry? You know, and you know, play this game, then they know, Hey, we've got something to, uh, to handle. Nobody's going to lose. You know, we both, the, the relationship has to win or we both lose. And it'll just work. My wife had said, um, I just think couples ought to play it every Sunday. And, you know, like once a week uh, to to talk about things that happen. Because a lot of times, a lot of the issues, some of the issues that I have helped couples resolve were issues where usually the man didn't even know it was a problem. Mm -hmm. I, I, I met a guy hadn't seen in about 25 years it was we were at the park on Juneteenth and and I, I I told him what I was doing and we were having a conversation I said well you know one of the benefits is sometimes one of the party doesn't even know it's an issue so listen the next day that Sunday I was having a um a why the angry party this is where I'd get together with a few couples and we all play at the same time and so I invited him he came and they played the game and their issue was, should he have purchased that car right now? So this guy does Uber and Lyft and and and, uh, and so his his wife was holding on to some stuff about him buying that car because she thought, I'm sorry, because they were supposed to be taking a trip to Hawaii. So she thought that car got in the way of their trip to Hawaii, which never came out. But anyway, at the end of playing the game, he said, well, I didn't even know that was an issue. I said, see, I just told you that yesterday. I just thought it, thought it was ironic that he would say that after I told him that the day before. But this game makes this game makes it easier for you to talk about stuff when you know it's not going to be a fight or it's not going to be an argument. Absolutely. And it really, um, while it's so structured and linear, it really focuses on 
improving communication, which is is the root of all problems, period. Right. Everywhere is lack of communication. So, right. So, CK, everybody thinks they're good communication communicators. They, They may articulate well, but often a couple say, well, we communicate fine. Our problem is this. But when it comes time for them to do steps four and five, so what you're saying to me is the other person is saying no, and they will have to do it four and five times to get mm-hmm. it right. So I, I tell people, imagine what it's like when you're frustrated and mad and you're not calm trying to understand what the other person's saying. So, you know, after we don't communicate or we don't understand as well as we, we think we, we do. So for people at home and listening, watching on YouTube, my suggestion is this um man or woman if you want to have if you have some things going on in your relationship do a little cute sort of like we're gonna have game night and get it all set up then you're gonna like turn on youtube on your tv and you're gonna pull up why be angry's ted talk and this is how the game's gonna start because the TED Talk is really interesting. It's, I, I think it's about 12 minutes long. It's eight minutes and eight minutes and eight minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah, so it's not a super long TED Talk, but what I liked about it, it was very poignant and clear. Um, and I loved the your mannerisms when you walked on stage. The like, why be angry? Because really, why be angry? If, right. you, if there's an alternate way of living in a relationship, let, let, drop the anger and start living in, you know, communication. Right, right. So pull this up, watch it, and then whip out the card game and be like, we're going to have, there's no winners, there's only winners, there's or there's losers, but there's it's an even playing field. We're going to play this right. game and we're going to talk about some stuff. I think, that that's, I think that's great. TED Talk, that's a, that's a great experience how was that for you it, it, it was great we it, uh, you know i got on the san diego stage which was really 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 super competitive so when i when i got you know when i won or whatever the audition and i made it past that part to where i was going to be on that red dot i was really happy about that because it was really really competitive they had hundreds of people applying to to be on that dot so well, it takes, I don't know for people who know, like, I, I'm sure everyone knows what a TED Talk is, but TED Talk is highly competitive, um, period, mm-hmm. right across the board. And you have to have something with receipts before <laughs> they'll even look at you um, to be a speaker. Like, it's a very competitive nature. So yeah. to get TED Talk is like, an incredible milestone and it just goes to show also that this this game and your creation and your journey in helping couples rectify years of probably angry marriage or angry relationships mm-hmm. has been very fruitful right, right? and yes. the other thing i want to say to people at home is you go to his youtube channel um he said it already, youtube.com. I'll also link it in the description at YB Angry. And you can actually watch 
Um, so as soon as you join, you're going to get a autoplay of him talking about why be angry. But then there's a ton of videos that you can watch of live sessions where this is being employed. So buy the book, buy the game. Anybody who's becoming newlyweds, buy it. Anybody who has parents who haven't been happy for years, buy it, right? <laughs> get them to get in touch with Rod. You know what I mean? You can save a lot of relationships with with this process. CK, thank you very much. I wanted to say, because uh, you mentioned the newlyweds, I contend that before a person makes a commitment like that to someone, they should sit down and play Why Be Angry? Because if you can't resolve a disagreement why you why you looking through rose colored lenses at someone mm-hmm. and everything's great then you're not going to be able to resolve your disagreements once you've had a history of what about when you did this to me and all this stuff so you want to make sure you are compatible with that person so if you can't agree on whether you should buy a, a, a dog or have kids or what area to, to live in if you can't settle that when you're calm and not mad and not frustrated then that's probably a person you don't want to be committed to. Not that's that the person is wrong. That. Not that the person's wrong. It's just, you're just not compatible. You know? and no. And that's thing, fair. Right. And the other I thing think, I want. Go ahead. The other thing I want to say is uh, one of the benefits of the YouTube channel. There, like I said, there are a ton of videos on there, and the title of the video is the issue that the couple is trying to resolve. Should she initiate sex more often? Uh, should he spank the kids or whatever? So if you're having, if a couple is having that issue, or if you know of a couple that's having that issue, you can forward that video to them. They can sit down, excuse me, they can sit down and watch it, and they can hear, like the man can hear what that other lady is saying. Because look, the, I told you my most common one is should she initiate sex more often. I find that the ladies kind of say the same thing and the guys kind of say the same thing. So if you have an issue with your uh, your lady initiating sex, sit down and watch the video and have her hear what the other guys say about that. And that might help her understand you a little bit. But at the same time, you're going to be hearing what the other lady says, which will help you understand your lady, which you know, could help you guys get over it. And you might not even have to play the game. Just watch are, other people. And there are some good ones on here. So, like, I know uh, there's a lot of women out there that might have, might find this one really quite interesting. Does he play video games too much? <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> should he get a Harley? Was <laughs> Which is one of, like, something I'm finding. And then... The one that I want to watch now after um, we're done, does he talk to his ex-wives too much? Oh, and man. Like, oh, I want to listen to that yeah. one. Yeah. There's, there's some juicy ones on there. Some people say, I don't see why, how people put their business out there like that. But everybody has the same. I mean, a lot of people have the same problems, you know. And, and really, you'll find that it's so simple. They just aren't communicating to each other like the uh, does he play the play video games too much these guys are in their 60s that's playing that's doing this and this lady 
she asked him to uh, clean up the yard or rake the yard. And he says, okay. But she just storms out and slams the door. She's telling me about it while she's laughing and goes out and does it herself. And she's mad. And he's like, well, I didn't know it was that important for you. I didn't know you want it done now. If you just say you want something, you know, tell me how important it is that it's done now. You know, I can put the game on pause or stop and go do it. It was just so, it was so easy to resolve. So mm. easy. They all, they all have really been really easy to resolve once the couple starts talking with some structure. And I believe that because, you know, like I said, I'm scrolling, I'm looking at a lot of these issues and some of them are like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, all right. All right. Yeah. So I got some, I got some weekend watching to do, I think. Um, so I want to thank you so much for being here. You've been a treat to talk with. Um, what's next for you? So I am, I really, you know, if I could snap my fingers, CK, I would have a TV talk show where I'm, I'm you know, I have a stage like a, Sort of like Jerry Springer, but none of the he slept with my sister stuff. I'd have an audience mm -hmm. of couples, and they type in their issue, and then the the TV audience would vote on which couple gets to come up on stage, and they would just walk through their problems on their own. I'd be there to. That's all I really do is is I help couples follow the steps because it's not natural. Um, and I would just be there to help them stay on track in the game, like a referee, to make sure they follow the steps in the game. But people could see them resolve their their issues, and I, I just think that would that would be great. Uh, I I the other thing is I did start a, a phone app, a mobile app, so that couples can do this over the mobile app. It requires uh, some specific uh, steps. To make sure it kind of has the same success rate, uh, and the company I was using just wasn't coming through for me. So I'm right now trying to find somebody else. But I think that's going to be a big help too. Absolutely, but, I could totally yeah. see it in the mobile app space and being yeah. really um, accessible in right. the mobile app space. Um, right. And especially if you can say be in the mobile app space and you can have your account and it can be linked with your husband's account and you can play the game on Sundays and you get push notifications. Are you angry? Question mark. And if it's a yes, then it alerts the other person that, Hey, you need to play the game, right? Well, I'm going to definitely be linking all your YouTube, your, um, all of those links so that people will find you easily through this podcast. Um, I hope you have great continued success. I think that this is a really just, it sounds to me like it's a really productive um, way for, for couples to work through their shit. And then, right. you know, I just thought I swore yeah. a little bit, but every couple has it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and so I also, I mentioned to you this before, I also see, you know, the why be angry technique in game being really important, uh, useful in, um, family relationships as mm -hmm. well, not just marriage relationships, right. because 
when you have sisters, when you have brothers, when you have parents and things like that, you have a lot of like pent up sort of resentment or lifelong issues that this could positively help right. level set things. So lots of applications. Thank you for being a guest. Um, and I wish you the very best. Well, thank you, CK. I appreciate being here. All right. Thank you, everyone, and tune in next week for Pardon My Noggin. Why be angry? Why be angry? (laughs) All right.